the Buxton doesn't stop here. Let's play ball. Welcome in, everybody, to Leading Off right here on Fantasy Pros. It's me, Joey B. Joe Pizapia, that's Dan Harris, and it's you, and we're talking all things baseball today. I know it's a big football day out there. I get it. It's draft day. So happy draft day, everyone, for those who care. And tonight, if you are one of those crossover people, we will be doing live coverage here on Fantasy Pros on the other YouTube channel that we have, not the MLB, you know, the regular one where the other kids hang out. So make sure you check us out tonight, talking NFL Draft. We'll be breaking down all the picks live as they happen. But we're live here right now talking baseball. And my goodness, oh, what a wacky night. Uh, we had some injuries, too, to some of our guys that we talked about in DFS that cropped up kind of out of nowhere, seemingly. Both of our home run calls got canceled. It was just a weird, funky evening. It was funky. It was weird. These things happen. There's 162 of these things. So sometimes it's going to be weird. Yeah. I mean, there was some normalcy. Jacob DeGrom pitched great and got the loss. And, uh, you know, there was that at least. But, yeah, kind of a weird night. But, you know, the studs, Tyler Glass now at least came through. He was he was awesome and there's some stuff to talk about so let's get into it there certainly is and i saw a great tweet actually from david lennon who's a new york writer who tweeted uh, i don't know if you saw this one he said um i wonder what would happen if the mets had to face Degrom. (laughs) what that (laughs) game would look like yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah. one unearned run that's all i'm gonna gonna let you marry in case you couldn't tell Dan's a little frustrated with another one nothing Jacob DeGrom loss. Terrible. I know, by the way, against the Red Sox, because I live in New England, so everybody's like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, it's just the worst. Yeah, against the Red Sox with no DH. You just, yeah. you know, just point that out. Terrible. All right, let's do a little three up and three down. We've got Tyler Glass now with the 10Ks, as Dan mentioned. Very good day for him. Byron Buxton, five for five. That's a big ups for Mr. Byron Buxton. Doubles, home runs, all kinds of things. Going on for Byron, he is just, I mean, he is in fuego, man. I got, this This pace is unsustainable. It's getting to the point now where I think you start kicking the tires and you say, okay, what can I get for Byron Buxton? As good as this has been and as great as it is, this is this is the high mark. I'm telling you right now, I don't, I can't imagine this pace being five months. If so, in keeper leagues, you're not moving, you're, you're holding still. But in redraft, I think you're starting to kick the tires a little bit just to see you know, is does Byron Buxton plus something else get me Juan Soto or get me uh, some guy like Mike Trout or something like I don't know, but let's see. And then uh, four hits for Freddie Freeman as uh, Kyle Hendricks. Ugh, not a good outing for him, which is part of the downs here. Kyle Hendricks, seven earned runs in the three downs. Bryce Harper getting hit in the face. That's a down. That was uh, that was scary, scary moment there for Bryce Harper. And then the the kid hit another kid. And you could you could tell like and he hit DD too that the kid on the mound just did not, you know, he wasn't trying to hit anybody. Sure. So I don't know why everyone's getting all up in arms. He felt immediately he would throw his hands up as soon as the ball got away from him. And then it got in his head. And then Jacob DeGrom, of course, three down, of course, the third down, the worst down, the Brown down, losing one, nothing. So Dan ups and downs, anything you want to take away from here? Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I, I thank DeGrom for basically uh, single-handedly <laughs> killing the win, like, protocol where people, anybody <laughs> cares about a win or not. That's nice. I'm not that worried about Kyle Hendricks. Let's, let's go there. Okay. Because Hendricks has been terrible. Okay. He gave up seven runs. As you mentioned, I think it was three and two thirds home runs galore. He gave up two home runs in the first inning. Like you just knew it was not going to be good for him. 
don't know about you, Joe. I'm not particularly worried. Obviously, his bugaboo, he still had been kind of limiting the hard contact. Every ball they hit yesterday was rocketed. Rocketed. Like, it was just everyone you were like, oh, my God, get out of the way. It was a terrible outing. The Braves were just kind of locked in yesterday. Hendricks is struggling. I'm not selling low. I, guys who are rely primarily on command like Hendricks does, they're going to occasionally go through stretches like this. Hendricks has been through stretches like this in mm-hmm. his career. The weather still is not warm. I think he'll figure it out if you if you drafted him, which I did in a bunch of places because he's just kind of like that that comfortable sweater that you just mm-hmm. kind of put on. And you're like, okay, it's not my favorite one, but it'll get the job done. I think in the end of the year, he's, his numbers are going to be where you need them to be. So really, there's nothing in his profile that makes me worried about it yet. That's the biggest takeaway for me from last night. Well, looking into the the peanuts and the Cracker Jacks this morning, I know Ivan's having a, a conniption about Kyle Hendricks. And you can't draft him as a one, Ivan. The, you know, that that was the That's problem. True. There was That's a false true. sense of security that somehow you could wait on starting pitching enough. And we tried to drive this home. You can't, especially this year with so much uncertainty with innings that it was very wise to make an early investment in the first or second round in that you Darvish, in that Garrett Cole, in somebody in that ilk. And if you don't, Kyle Hendricks is not a guy who's going to lead your rotation. So now that you're stuck in it, like Dan's saying, he's absolutely right. This is going to come back around. So just sit and wait on it. And in the meantime, if you have to bench him, you, you do whatever you got to do. By the way, also, I just want to say Tony uh, is my new favorite person in this because he says, good morning, Dinger Dan and Handsome Joe. Yeah. Handsome Joe. Now we finally got the right nickname. First time. First time. First time, you, last friend. time. That's yeah. right. All right. Let's uh, <laughs> let's press on here with the show here. We got a lot of baseball to get to. And yep. uh, Tyler Glass now, obviously, the, the seven shutout innings, the 10Ks. Uh, we talked about it yesterday on the show being a, a really good cash game investment on Glass now, just keeping it simple that it didn't look like, you know, the A's can only win so many games, right? <laughs> Eventually, it's got to sure. come back to earth. And momentum is only as good as the next day starting pitcher. And when it's Tyler Glass now, you had to go, okay. Clayton Kershaw, very good as well, though. I watched a bit of this game yesterday afternoon yeah. against Sonny Gray. 8Ks against the Reds. You know, I know the Reds won the game before. This is a good measuring stick for the Reds, though. I think if they come out of this series competitive with the Dodgers, if they took two or three, you know, I, I feel like the Dodgers at least, you know, they're always that measuring stick for every team, which always makes it tough when you're at the top of the board. But mm-hmm. I feel like for the Reds, this was, this was good for them to kind of get a check because – the Reds look seriously at themselves. If Gray can get right, if Castillo can get right, the way Tyler Molly's pitched, if they can get anything out of that bullpen better, this is a team that could really make some noise in the latter part of the season. Domingo Herman, back-to-back good starts, yes, against the Orioles, but still yep. seven shutdown innings, six Ks. Are you feeling more comfortable with Herman? Yeah, I liked Herman a lot. I had a lot of shares coming into the year yeah, because... Again, it, it seemed obvious he was going to win the job. I was a little nervous. Like, I mean, he didn't pitch that great. And I feel like a guy like him with all the off the field stuff probably has a shorter leash than a normal pitcher with his stuff would. But the fact that David Garcia wasn't that great, Herman, they need pitching. You know that, Joe. Like, if you can throw, they're going to be fine. So, Herman, I really have very few concerns about right now. And I, I had to drop him in a league just because I was in such a roster crunch. I couldn't afford to take him. I didn't know how long he'd be at the alternate site. If you held on to him, if he's somehow still available, pick him up. I do think he's a guy you can ride rest of the year. Alex Wood, who we mentioned yesterday, too, is a nice secondary pitcher on DK. This is the second game in a row, and it's against the Rockies. And, and I keep telling everybody the swing and miss rate for the Rockies is off the charts. And the thing that's really hurting them is that lack of Nolan Arenado in the middle of the lineup. I'm just saying it out there. Charlie Blackman hasn't hit. If Blackman's not hitting, it, Trevor Story's basically on an island. I know Ryan McMahon had that massive game. Hansen yep. had some good moments. But you take Arenado out of that lineup, and this is what we talk about lineup protection and the, the difference of when you have it, when you don't, and they don't right now. No Blackman, 
No Arenado right now. Things are not going well. But Alex Wood looking good so far. A really good start to him. It's always about health with Alex Wood at the end of the day. <laughs> Oscar Yanoa, five and a third shutout innings, nine Ks <laughs> against those Cubs. And he, uh, he went yard which was kind of cool as Dan tries to not die here live on the podcast. This is why you're, you're watching live here on the YouTube channel because, um, you know, obviously he, uh, he didn't stir in the Trader Joe's cold brew enough. I'm like fine. I told him, Correct. I, I got to start all the way. Six hours right. too long, six hours too long to get yeah. the, the good stuff, you know? Sorry. Yeah. All right. Let, let's talk about who is in fuego right now. Who is on absolute fire? Byron Buxton, five for five Homer, a steal. He's batting four thirty eight right now. And I, I think, you know, as as much as, you know, you and I were very into Bucks and all the mocks, you could see we were kind of fighting over him at yep. the value. And I think this is also a good lesson for everybody to remember that sometimes it just takes guys just longer. Like you just got to wait it out and be patient. And that's OK. Here's my question to you. And I kind of brought it up at the beginning of the show. Is this the time to start shopping? Because it's never going to get better than this. I don't think this pace is sustainable. He's not going to hit 400. So do you think there's a value to be had in terms of a trade somewhere where you could get some big player back in a package with Buxton? So I, I make this point a lot, but my my overall strategy when it comes to trading is that you should sell high on everyone because like that's the name of the game. Don't I'm not selling Byron Buxton because everything he's doing looks very, very legitimate he's not going to bat 438 but he is hitting the crap out of the ball he stole a base as well yesterday is batting leadoff nothing about his performance right now looks like it's fluky and that's especially coming from a guy who is a top prospect with that said the biggest thing with Buxton not only is he obviously playing a little over his head just because he's playing a little over Babe Ruth's head but it's the injury risk you know that is always present with Buxton Mm -hmm. so I would be kicking the tires because there probably is somebody in your league who is just like, I mean, we've been following Buxton for years. We know he's been ready to break out. If he could ever just put it all together, he is putting it all together. So I would look to sell high and I would take the chance on basically being like, well, maybe this is an actual crazy breakout and he's going to be a top five player. I'd be willing to miss on that. You mentioned it very well in the beginning, which is if you can pair Byron Buxton with another okay player or something like that to get one of the elite players like a Mike Trout or a Juan Soto, I would do that, yes. Here's a question for you. What's the trade chart, say, of Byron Buxton, the almighty Dan Harris trade chart? Because that's kind of where, while he's looking for that, I'll go through some of the other guys here. Austin Riley, four for five with a homer. We talked yesterday about the bot. Actually, all week has been the theme is the bottom of the Braves order. It's been very cheap on FanDuel, right? We talked about Swanson. He went off a couple days. We talked about Austin Riley. He went off. We're going to go back to that well again tonight. Spoiler alert. Colton Wong hammer, uh, homered again. He's got 11 hits, two home runs, a steal his five games since returning. Uh, we already talked about Hendricks being an issue. Steven Matz coming back down to earth. If you're a Met fan, you knew this was bound to happen. So, I mean, yeah. a little shocker there. It's nice to see some life out of the Nats. And clearly, Josh Bell likes to hit in Florida. That's it. Just just leave Josh Bell in Florida and everything will be fine. But if yeah. I was the Marlins, I'd be on the phone right now to the Nats. Say, hey, can we get uh, Josh Bell down here? Because it seems like he loves the humidity. Uh, yeah. Eugenio Suarez goes 0 for 4. He's down to buck 25. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, Eugenio Suarez. People want to give him away right now. Go get him. And Rafael Montero was brought into the game in the seventh, allowing uh, four runs, two earned, 
against the Strohs. So, Dan, what's the trade chart say? You get an update there? On the, uh, I got it. I got it. First of all, go, go look it up. Give us some views, okay? When people view the article, it helps makes me feel like somebody cares about me. Um, So, Buxton right now, <laughs> he is in the range of, like, a George Springer at this point, which is, I mean, way higher than he used to be. Of Nick Castellanos, stuff like that. He's around right there. I could easily push him way higher. If I knew he would be healthy for the rest of the season, He'd be way higher. But right now, he's basically one of these guys. And I've mentioned it before with the trade chart. I move at a glacial pace, okay? Because over the course of a long season, I like to take baby steps moving up. He moved up several spots in value right now. But that's basically where he is. Like a very, very strong high-end outfielder too right now for me. Again, all about the health. Very little about the performance. So if you can package him with another guy around that range, you might be able to land yourself sort of somebody like a trout or something like that. But the bottom line with Buxton is shoot for the moon. Okay. Start out as high as you possibly can, because right now everything he's doing says that you should be able to get that. I like that. See, and that's why you go there. Please give Dana a view. Yeah. Need, go I look mean, it clearly, up. Look at the whole thing. It's of... 250 players ranked in oh value. Come God, on, do it. Yeah. I just God, updated my rankings it. yesterday, but, but Dan, Dan needs, God, I, need, he, I need the views. I don't want to say I want. I'm going to say need because of the reaction <laughs> there. And by the way, Tony also in the chat says his wife works at Trader Joe's and he'd love to send Dan a bottle of the instant cold brew. I'm going to keep pushing till we get the instant cold oh brew gosh. as a sponsor of the podcast. I think we oh, should. Oh, I mean, do it. Talk Trader to Joe right here. Like, yeah. Jimmy, get on the Jimmy. hall with Jimmy. Jimmy knows hey, how to make so deals. Jimmy I want to, I want to <laughs> reference, you mentioned a bunch of guys there in the thing. I, I'm pretty encouraged by Riley, who's a guy who, you know, we, you know, you were Riley very, and only, only Mrs. Riley, Riley. Of course. You were very, yeah, it's nice to see him finally showing life. All of a sudden he's batting 286. So he's got an 843 OPS. I don't know when that happened. I, I, I think Riley is a guy who, again, he's not striking out. He's doing kind of what he did last year. He's not striking out that much. He's going for the, I'm going to trade off a little power to sort of have more contact. And I think this is an approach that works for a guy like him who has power to spare. So Riley's a guy who should be rostered probably in every league, 12 teams or deeper. And I think you can just sort of, I'm, I'm riding him as a corner infielder right now. Uh, and I think you can do that rest of the season. So he's a guy who I particularly want to mention because it's great. And it's also a good lesson on how fast things can change. Right. Cause like a week ago right. it was like, or two weeks ago, it was like Riley's done, you know, but this is great. Good to see. I like what I'm seeing from. Him. Well, you mentioned it before, Dan, it's also the hyper focus of, being bad at the beginning of the year, which yes. puts, you know, being bad in June for two weeks, nobody notices being bad in April for two weeks. Everybody notices and overreacts. Andrew Rogers, by the way, has a great question here. Should drop Frankie Montas for Alex Wood or Domingo Herman. Oof. I got to um, tell you, I I, I got to tell you this one. This one's giving me pause and I'm I'm a Montas guy. Alex Wood's been really good. I don't think you can ever get a full season out of Alex Wood. I just I just don't. As much yep. as I love what San Fran's done with some of these reclamation projects, and we kind of touched on it briefly yesterday, Herman would be the guy. If you are in dire need right now, I think either move is okay just to kind of steady the storm. That's fair. Like, let's say you are a team that has Hendricks and Montas and, you know, Luis Castillo, which is not an impossibility, right? That's a very reasonable thing that yep. you might have come away in a draft like that and Herman or Wood can help you kind of settle down in five-by-five season-long stuff. Yeah, I, I think you make that move for either of them, but Herman would be my guy. How about you? So what's interesting is I have Hendricks and Montas and Maeda, so not exactly the same thing, but but close to it in a league. And I, look, for me, the guy I'm actually worried about the most, not that I'd, I still rank him the highest, but who I'm worried about the most is actually Maeda of those groups. I'm not really worried about Hendricks. We didn't talk about Montas. I think it was yesterday, Joe. It would have been for the show. He wound up giving up 
three runs over six innings against the Rays. Um, and it was a pretty decent start. He, like, he looked pretty good. Right. But also, I watched that start closely because I'm invested in Montas both as the analyst who has recommended Montas to everybody and also as somebody who has a lot of shares. He looked really good in that game. And look, he wound up giving up a two-run homer at the end of the, to the last batter or whatever of the sixth inning. He struck that guy out twice. Twice, and the ump blew the call. Like, just blew it, completely blew it. He should have had a six-inning, one-run start in that game. I'm encouraged by Montas. I'm not dropping him at all. So I would hold him over those two guys. But I agree with you. Herman is a guy who I feel better about than Wood rest of the season. So I try to add Herman. I try to add Wood. But I'm not swapping Montas for that because I do have faith that yeah. Montas is going to be fine. And if Montas, I mean, here's the other thing I struggle with, too. I, I can't imagine like Montas is the lowest guy on your depth chart unless it's right. a really shallow league. So I would prefer not to drop Montas at all and just pick yeah. up one of these other two guys if you could do it. Mr. Rogers, and, by the way, and not to turn this into a Montas podcast. He didn't even pitch yesterday, but Welcome I do to the say, Montas cast right Hello, here. Fantasy bros. But it, it, this again, it's a guy who when we have gone out on a limb, Joe, and sort of been like this, like, like Victor Robles. I watch every time be like, give me a sign, Victor Robles. And yeah. there are no signs. But regardless, with Montas, he threw his splitters the highest percentage in a single game that he'd ever thrown it and that's a pitch that if he relies on if it's working he's going to be successful so the fact that he leaned into it so hard against the Rays I'm not even that worried about the six innings three runs which was fine should have been better anyway I'm more encouraged by Montas so just if you roster Montas right now do not drop him yeah, don't I really drop do him. think the things are better don't drop him like I said it's a weird thing to even be saying drop him for those guys just bench yeah. him if you're still I not get happy. it though I get it. I get the frustration, but Wood is not long for, uh, again, 30 starts. I mean, that's not going to happen. All right, let's get to some injury news and notes because there's a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, Cole Calhoun, Tyler Widener, both on the IL. Great. I got a ton of Taylor Widener all over the place. (laughs) Uh, Dalton Varsho was recalled from our alternate site, though. So Dan and I, we packed up his stuff, packed him up with a suitcase. We sent him off. Um, also with Calhoun out, Carson Kelly hitting leadoff. Little thing to yeah. notice there. Bryce Harper was hit in the face. We mentioned before by Genesis Cabrera, which was a kind of a mascot of our show <laughs> last year that I did for DFS. Yeah. We used to make the jokes that Genesis Cabrera was uh, is the perfect name for let's just say a dancer that worked by in a club by the airport. <laughs> Uh, Gen- I mean, if there is ever a name <laughs> that fits that, it's Genesis Cabrera. And now you can't unhear it. Now that I've said it here, every time you hear it, you're going to think about, you know, this is ruined that. it for me. That's I've just ruined it. George Springer returned to the lineup when an uh, offer, which is, mm-hmm. I mean, not surprising there. There's that temptation too, because you know sometimes you get those moments where a guy comes off the IL and you're like, oh, look at his first game back, yeah. oh, and he goes home run his first at bat, and I just nope. like. I'm going to stay away from Springer tonight, but it's nice to see him finally back on the field in the month of April before May just made it, by the way, Luis Robert looks likely to return tonight after COVID protocols. Jordan Mm -hmm. Alvarez went on the IL because of COVID stuff, which there's a lot of mystery and fog around this, like because he had COVID already. So is this shot, right? I mean, is it the shot or is it, is he getting some sort of other, you know, like Eduardo Rodriguez was having repercussions last year from getting COVID. And I hope it's not that. That's all I hope. I hope it was very mysterious, which I hate. The only thing more mysterious than that was Ryan Weathers leaving his start with left forearm soreness. No, where, left arm soreness. Arm. There. Uh, did they say forearm even? Because uh, no, I'm not forearm. Excuse like, me. No arm. That is my he, bad. Not, I'm so used to saying it. forearm. But yeah, I was arm. watching it. He threw a pitch. It was like 88 or something. And the manager, you know, Tingler came running out and checking. I was like. I don't know what's the problem. And then he, he got through the first, and then they're like, "You're done, and you have left arm soreness." I, 
I don't know what that means, but you know, probably not good. So maybe Mackenzie Gore. I mean, is it a dead arm period? I mean, I, what dead arm? It barely. I don't know. But Denelson <sighs> Lamette, uh, you know, is apparently going to start this weekend. So, you know, who knows? If not, I guess Mackenzie Gore finally season. I don't know. Who knows what they're going to be doing over here? Uh, it, it, hey, it's the Padres. Yeah, is uh, Tyler Boyd or uh, you know uh, John Means available? Somebody available? Maybe we could uh, get him over here. Because you say uh, Tyler Boyd, are we going to? Football? I don't like guys. I'm a guy. I went. Oh my god, a wrong Boyd, Matthew. Get Boyd, it sorry. together. It's draft it day. Together. It's draft day. It's draft day. You know what? Joe's got his head in football. You know what? It's fine. You know fine. what? Tyler Boyd also could be a good fifth starter. You never That's know. You never know. Great, Tyler Boyd. great wide I did say receiver. Tyler Boyd. <laughs> I did say Matthew Boyd. <laughs> uh, clearly, I need my second cup of coffee today. All right. That's a, that's what happens. We're, I mean, I'm in football mode in my brain, but that's okay. We'll get through it all. Kinjin uh, yep. Ryu goes on the IL. Ugh, yep. Frustrating. His, his butt. He's got a butt his issue. His butt hurts, man. It got a glute strain. He's I mean, what do you want? He'll be all right. <laughs> Apparently, by the way, just going to miss the one start. But that it, that was something where I opted to bench him in the league because they were like, I think he'll make a start. I think he'll make a start. And I was like, I don't know, man. Like, this just strikes me with the 10-day IL. They'll be careful with I him. I think so, we yeah, deserve reasons. We deserve yep. reasons for injuries like that. Like, what's yeah. the glu- where did the glutes? How did that happen? Uh, yeah, I just drained the glute. Because, like, Ryu doesn't look like he's doing a ton of squats. <laughs> that's true as somebody who does not exercise whatsoever i never strain anything so i'm fine so i don't know about that <laughs> uh mike Stremsky did uh tweak yeah. his oblique so yeah. bye he's bye. on the il now good, yeah good knowing you uh mitch hanniger scratch for general fatigue uh general fatigue uh and I, I yeah i mean it's like <laughs> is, it, is that called life could you imagine could you imagine going to like i don't know like i'm trying to think of like the tough guys like when we were you know, when we were young and watching ball games and stuff like that, like, could you imagine going to like Pete Rose or somebody who, like, you know, Pete Rose going, oh, you know what? I'm just tired today. Can I have a day off? Like, what? Yeah, <laughs> I, Ty Cobb happen. certainly would never do it. Although that is not to say anything about Mitch Hanniker. Stay healthy. Do whatever you need to do because you're having a great season. You're having right? a great season. But it's a general yeah. fatigue. I mean, come on. You know what, Joe? When you were a professional baseball <sighs> player, then you can criticize these guys for that sort of stuff. All right. Take Mitch Hanniker. You relax. You take hey, your man, time. I got my COVID shot. I had general fatigue and I still did a podcast right after. That's Did true. I not this week? I guess. You know, I don't Whatever. fatigue. Anyway, Denelson Lamette going to start this weekend over under one and a half innings for that start. I'll go over, but I'll go under four and a half innings for the rest of the season. How about that? He'll go three <laughs> innings in his first start. That'll be it. That's it. You're a cold hearted man. I am. I, that's what I think. I don't know. That's what I think. <laughs> oh, the only thing colder than the brew is the heart of Tinger Harris. <laughs> Uh, and I don't know if it's going to be Mackenzie Gore time. I see Fernando pushing the narrative here in the uh, in the crackers and cracker jack. Uh, He's not uh, pitching that well right now, here. by the way. Like reports are not great about him. So I, we'll see. But at some point, they're going to need arms if Weathers is out and Lamette does not is not able to recover. So we'll speaking see. of minor leaguers, it looks like Bobby Witt's going to start double A this mm-hmm. week. Um, is that surprising to you? Did you think that that's where he would begin this year? I think that's fair, really. I, I think all the talk about him starting in the majors and that oh, was just overblown. That was just minor league talk, whatever. I think double A is appropriate, but I think that's actually probably a good thing. Like, I think you can make the jump from double A and find your way into the majors in like the mat- a matter of a month if you absolutely need to. So I wasn't really surprised by it. It's kind of what I would have pinned if I if I had a prediction for it yeah it's happened before i mean evan longoria i remember back sure. in the day did that there's a couple guys who made that jump uh sure. brian wants to know in the chat what should he do with glaber torres well sit on him because he's starting to hit finally i mean yeah what, now's not the time no. to get rid of him like you, nope. you know this is this is it no and you don't sell high off of this either you just finally 
embrace the fact that Glaber Torres looks better. Uh, yeah, Cal Ripken uh, was scratched for tonight's game with general fatigue too. He just was, just was tired. He just couldn't get there. Uh, so what, what are you going to do? Let's talk a little uh, DFS tonight. Um, strange slate. Okay, I'm just yeah. going to put it out there right now. Very weird. Keep it simple, boys and girls. It's five games out there. The Dodgers are the good chalk. And I can't really make a case for much else except the Dodgers today in terms of investing, right? I mean, because daily fantasy is something you're, you're making an investment on a night in players, right? Or in a team or in a matchup. So cash arm is Trevor Bauer at 11K and 11.3 on DK. As far as I'm concerned, he's the GPP arm. <laughs> I, got, yeah. I, I can't get away from him, especially against that Brewers lineup, which I keep telling everybody, look, without Yelich, this lineup is really not good. The middle of this order is dreadful. You got to go and attack it. Trevor Bauer's in a good spot there. And the only other guy I can make a case for is Kyle Gibson, who's pitched better than see and that see that face you made. That's, That's exactly true. why Kyle Gibson, because if you look at the stats, yeah, the stats are way better. But you the, he has earned that face. He has earned that face from you, Dan Harris, over the last five years of pitching because he's been basically a punch and Judy kind of guy who gets punched all over the ballpark. But he's been better this year. As a secondary arm on DK, yes. I like it way more. He's only 7K there on DraftKings, but uh, he's like 9K over on FanDuel. So I, I don't know what's going on there. It's not enough to tempt me to go any other way but Bauer. So is it any other way but Bauer for you tonight? Because it's, no. it's bad. out. It's ugly. This is a really, really bad. I mean, for you've got five games and like pitchers are just gross. It, this It has to be Bauer. And with very little hesitation, because you did mention it right now, the Brewers are just, again, it's just not a lineup that's I mean, the three, four, five hitters are Avisel Garcia, who can't buy a hit at the moment. Uh, Travis Shaw, who, you know, is never going to really scare you. And Keston Hira, who we've basically been talking about as an, unfortunately one of the biggest strikeout risks and the biggest bust so far of the season. So, yeah, that's where you've got to go. I don't really mind Gibson, especially in the season long league. I always get a little nervous going against the Red Sox. I know they didn't hit much against the Mets, but now back in the American League with their full lineup, I, I, I'd scared. But as a secondary armor in DK, I'm fine with it. Yeah, uh, just keep it with the Dodgers tonight. Keep it simple. Um, yep. In terms of lineup builders, Nick Solak's been swinging pretty good. He's 2.9. Yep. Uh, Austin Riley, go right back to that well. He's just 2.4 on FanDuel. How is Austin Riley just 2.4? The algorithm hasn't caught up. Nope. I didn't even realize he was in 286. Dan pointed that out. There's a great job by Dan there. Nico Horner's cheap on both sides, 2.5 on FanDuel, 3K over on DK. And Riley's cheap on, on DK, 3.2. So, you know, the bottom of that um Braves order and look I know it's baseball so tonight something could go completely haywire and something you know Gibson goes out there and throws a complete game shutout or some other jabroni pitcher comes out of nowhere and, and pitches really well yeah I just I still don't care it's not a good investment so you're basically if you want to light your money on fire okay and it's okay to stay away from a slate too if you don't like the way the slate is but honestly like I feel good about Trevor Bauer he's been excellent this year you go with Trevor Bauer you play cash and, and you best Trevor Bauer lineup wins tonight there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And this is not indicative of all the short slates. This is a um, this is a weird five, six games because we've had five, six games before here many times in April. And there's been lots of little moving pieces and stuff like that. Tonight, the pieces just fell in a weird way. Yeah. I just don't want to overthink it because I feel like this is the kind of thing. I got up this morning at 6 a.m. to kind of try to dissect it and find an excuse for somebody else or something else. And nothing I could dig up stat wise. Yeah. Nothing I could dig up matchup wise made any sense except the Kyle Gibson thing, because generally people look at Kyle Gibson and go, that guy, I remember when he sucked for all these years. And you know what? That's fair. But you know what? He's the only other direction you could go just to be weird because he's pitched pretty well this year. 
Yeah, I mean, look, Gibson has like six pitches now that he can rely on. And I, I bought into it a little bit in the spring. And by bought into it a little bit in the spring, I mean drafted him in a 50-round draft and hold draft champions league. But he's been kind of a savior there because he does get the job done. So I do feel okay about him. On Fandle, the fact that he is nine and a half K is ridiculous. Like just there's no possible way. No. But I don't mind it. But yeah, I agree. It's basically start with Bauer. And then you've got to go a lot of cheap bats. Like, I'd love to get the Dodgers, you know, bats in there, but there's almost nobody who you're going to be able to fit in there because they're all high priced. So I'm probably going to start Bauer, and then I'm going to attack the cheap bats probably on the Braves and the Cubs if I can do it, you know, with the Bryce Wilson and Adbert Alzali, who, again, always has the potential to be dominant, but he's probably not going to be that long for the game. The wind is supposedly blowing out. So that's probably what my plan of attack is going to be tonight. Yeah, I, I think you stick with Atlanta, who's been very hot. You stick with um, – you can go on the other side with the Cubs, too. I mean, they're yep. very up and down, but there's yep. no reason to not make an investment there. So that kind of, you know, just once again, just don't overthink it. You know, sometimes yep. it's just going to look like this. So last night, as we mentioned at the top of the show, not a good night for hard run calls. Nobody played. Uh, one got postponed. One got in a bad spot there with yep. some mysterious COVID-related thing for the second time here in a month. So I don't know what's going on there. Keep an eye on that. Uh, so I'm going to go with Freddie Freeman because he's red hot and why not? That's just not a lot of options tonight. So, and I can kick myself because yesterday my secondary choice was Freddie Freeman and I yeah. took it out of the sheet. So this is two times now in a month where I had a guy took him out, replaced him with another guy. When am I going to learn? When am I going to learn? I'm today. still looking up in the standings. Hopefully today. today. Now he'll today. go over five. Uh, so <laughs> who are you going with for your home run call tonight? I'm not probably not going to be able to fit him into my lineup because I'll be going with Bauer, but I am going to go with Justin Turner against the lefty Eric Lauer. I do think, you know, they're in uh, Milwaukee, so you know that they're going to be, uh, you know, for the Dodgers, probably a few home runs hit. I'm going to go with Turner, who I, I just like watching Turner's at bats anyway, so he's my guy who I think is going yard tonight. I would say this. I think, look, I've played around with it already this morning on FanDuel and on DK. With the savings you're getting on Gibson as a secondary arm, you can get Dodgers in there. You can make it work. You just got to find two or three guys. And we gave you Riley and Horner and a couple other guys out there in that two range. Solak is cheap. You you know, you find two or three saving spots and then you load up in the rest. And you know what? If Bauer is 80% rostered today, I don't care. I just don't care. We yep. had this, uh, I think, the first week of the season, right, where it was like best Shane Bieber lineup wins, right. and you had beat right, and it worked. Yeah. You're like, well, just create a good lineup around Shane Bieber. Don't get fancy. Don't try to do be too different. Just be good. And if you had it, you cashed everywhere. It all worked yep. out. So that'll do it for us today. But I want to remind everybody to uh, <clears throat> the Manscape.com lawnmower 4.0 is available. And I just want everybody to know then go out there and get that 4.0. I, I don't know if it's available on stores or only on the black market to folks like me. But uh, <laughs> right now you want to go out there. It's 7,000 glorious RPMs of advanced skin safe technology. It's got the LED light. It's got the uh, the most amazing uh, advanced skin safe technology, the quiet stroke technology, all the technology into the little tiny trimmer. It's unbelievable. It looks cool, too. It gets on that little uh, little little charging station there for you. It's very portable. They've also got the nose hair trimmer too, which I got a whole read tonight. If you want to watch something amazing tonight, watch me do manscape reads tonight on our live stream of the NFL draft on fantasy pros, because some of this copy that I'm going to get to read is the most amazing thing in the world. Come for the football, stay for the manscape reads, but I'm telling you right now, it's a great trimmer. Go get it. Father's day's around the corner. Go get your lawnmower 3.0, 4.0, whatever 0.0 you're comfortable with. 
I don't want to, you know, get you too big of a lawnmower if you're sure. not ready to push it. Uh, you also get 20% off and free shipping with the code leading off right here. Thanks to us. So go to manscaped.com, use that code leading off and get 20% off and free shipping. And is this it, right? One more day for the Ronald Acuna uh, jersey yeah. giveaway. That's it, right? 30 days has September, April. Yes, that's yes. it. One more day. One that's more it, day. Guys, it's a it's a free sign from the jersey. It's free. Leave what are you doing? It's a jersey. slash MLB contest. Do it. Do it. I mean, again, you, you, you take a screenshot on Apple Podcasts or CastBox. You go over to MLB, our, our little fantasypros.com slash MLB contest. You upload it, you fill out the form, and you're entered. And like Dan said yesterday, you're entered to win every month after that, whatever the contest. So you only have to do it one time. You don't have to write a review every single month. But if you want to, we'll take it. But anyway, go write that review right now. Do it for us. Do it for the team because we're here for you. We're a team in this all together. Uh, So, again, thanks to our friends at pristineauction.com. Go get involved with all of that going on. So that'll do it for us today. Uh, Dan Harris and I are going to go back to the alternate site. In the meantime, the story of the game goes on. For Dan, I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. 